0: One time, but I one. You
1: Welcome back to another another episode of the Family Bloodline podcast. We live tonight. It's going to be a little bit of a different night. We're waiting for your girl, Wanda, to hop on you she had a football game tonight. These will tell us what happened with you tonight, man.
0: We're going
1: to introduce hi, our hi, guest. Hi.
0: Yeah, baby girl, homecoming. Uh, fresh meat. She's a fresh meat at Gateway. You know, so at homecoming tonight, I had to go over there and take pictures and, you know, do all the the dad duties and all that. Wanted me to drop her off in my truck and you know, all that good stuff. So it was a good night, great night. So Hope she having a great time as well.
1: And that's what matters. That's that's the part that matters. That's the
2: part that matters.
0: So and keep them little manish ass little boys away from her.
2: That's my a problem. Girls like like with a little boy, you only got to worry about one dick on the block. With a little girl, you got to worry about them all. So yeah,
3: let them figure it out. That's a good
1: point.
2: That's a good freaking point. That's yeah, my, about my like grandpa. That. He's tell me. Let him figure I it out. I, I,
1: was, I was about to eat my burger until you said that. <laughs> you, you made me nervous about life, man.
2: I, don't I know how to take that. I should that. make you nervous
1: about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I got girls, bro. That's tough. That's tough. But with that being said, um, let's go ahead and introduce our guests. Uh, Jimmy and Patrick, I'll let y'all introduce yourselves. And then Nate, you got to hop on for a hot second just to. Because your name is up there, so you gotta do it, man.
2: Go ahead. Uh, ladies first.
3: Patra B. I'm living in E Town, Kentucky. And I don't know what I'm supposed to say about introducing myself, but who
1: are you? What do you not not so much what do you do, but a little bit of your background and
3: What do I do? So I'm a small town girl that decided to join the army when I wanted to broaden my horizons and it hasn't disappointed me so far. It's been tough. It's been tough. It's challenged me, but it's made me who I am, which is a big deal. And I'm here, I'm here and I'm dominating my career field and I love it. That's who I am.
0: Oh
2: yeah! Round of applause to yeah. you, that. You, you need to introduce yourself. Uh, you? Come on, Nate. I'm Nate Dog. I'm a soldier here on Fort Knox. I uh, small town kid, uh, but I lived on a farm, and I couldn't wait to leave, so that's why I joined the army. And now I miss farming because the army has totally broken me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, you got to. But uh yeah, going through uh tough times right now. Uh, sorry, we got you. We yeah, got
1: you. We, we got could, you we can hug it
0: out. I a am a hugger, so
1: yeah, fun. no, I'll hug it out. Like listen, you can get... we'll
3: cruise it out.
1: Rounds of applause for Nope or so. Jimmy, you ain't a new face, but go ahead and reintroduce yourself.
2: So I'm Jimmy. Uh I know I've at least uh watched the podcast a few times um i'm from chicago illinois currently the currently living in columbia south carolina um uh, my background and education is in international relations and conflict resolution um
1: which is crazy because he is not the conflict resolutionist I, well, it so
2: to- it's funny guys I'm, yeah. I'm i am a pretty abrasive personality however i am really good at, uh resolving conflict but um i like long it's on the beach, uh, <laughs> and uh, my dog Agador, uh, as well. I mean, you know, my family as well, but like my dog's kind of the most important thing, let's be honest. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm currently uh, stationed at Fort Jackson, South Carolina, um, where I am uh, leading a company uh, for the special warfare uh, center and school, uh, training civil affairs and psychological operations soldiers.
1: That's Jim um Jimmy you got a fan in the comments. Oh,
2: D love.
1: <laughs> I see.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're going to be sharing a room in in, in January. Um I don't want to I don't want to, you know, I'm not the type to kiss and tell, but like <laughs> you know, uh, the cruise
1: the details.
2: Well, I mean so Darnell Thomas, I mean I'm just going to say his name out loud but Yeah, you, like, just you did. Know, it's over. So I replaced him uh, in 2018 um, in California. And when he retired, there was all this this uh, uh, conjecture about what oh, we're, we're, we're going to do for his retirement, because Darnell was just he's a bold personality. He made a lot of friends. And uh, um, I ended up coming up with the idea of like, hey, let's do a cruise because then that way nobody would get lost um, or at least if they get lost and they'll just die at sea. It'll, it'll be <laughs> no big deal. Like, it'll be cool. Right. But like, it'll be cheap three days we'll go and get drunk it'll be great and we did it and then uh it was a great time we had like what was it 25 people i think showed up uh for the first one and then about four months after the first cruise because we did over mlk day weekend which i think was appropriate because darnell's black and (laughs) uh so um i mean you know there are other black folks so so, like you know made sense but um uh about I think it was about four months after the first cruise, I saw the same cruise going out same weekend. And uh, I kind of floated it to my wife. I'm like, Hey, like what if we did like a second annual Darnell Thomas retirement cruise? And uh, to which my wife was like, why, why the fuck wouldn't you do that? And uh, so we did it. And uh, G came on that one. Uh, G. Uh me and Darnell shared a room where they made the most glorious Oreo cookie. It was wonderful. It was amazing. I was the filling. Um, and yeah no it's, yes. it's a whole thing' but then, uh, <laughs> like, we're, I'm like I'm not the type of kiss and tell, but like this year because like no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's out there now, so darnell, you know, sorry, your secret's out there, but like um, it's tough because g's bigger than me, so right? so like I have to be the little spoon when I'm around G. But like with Darnell, like, I'm bigger know. than Darnell. I'm going to spoon whether he likes it or not. So, um, so this, so, you know, COVID screwed up the last two cruises. Yeah. Uh, and this year we thought other people had uh, booked. G actually was booked, but he had unfortunately some, um, uh, some issues that, that prevented him from going. So Darnell and I show up with this cruise in South Carolina now versus Long Beach we we're the only two motherfuckers there. <laughs> like, it was just me and Darnell. And was, for like the first probably day and a half, I think everybody on that cruise ship thought Darnell and I were a couple. Um
3: you know, which <laughs> mean,
2: I mean it's kind of cute, cute, but like uh that's cute. Is it, do- I but like I had to establish establish dominance because I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm bigger, so like, you know, huh, I'm the top, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. and he's a power. So Darnell, I think, has forever been identified on that cruise as a power bottom. So um mm-hmm. I don't know if it's appropriate for this he podcast. Okay but this that. is
1: this is an adult podcast. Okay,
2: as long as adult, yeah. Uh, like so Darnell, and then, yeah. I mean, love him, right? Like I, I mean, if I was black by injection, you know, because I spent time, time county. absolutely Darnell is now white by injection. So boom. Got uh, it. kissing and telling Darnell. Sorry, brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So another actual truth of that story is we all served together uh, in California for for an extended amount of time. Darnell and Jimmy have known each other for for a long amount of time. As a matter of fact, let me serve me right uh, because of the specific job skill that they had, they've often crossed uh, paths, and it was it was by luck and fate that yeah. we all crossed paths at the same time. And uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Uh, I think, I think a lot of things don't come into alignment with us sometimes because when we get together, a lot of people get fucked up. Pretty, oh yeah. Like, no. It's it's, it's well, a lot that happens.
2: So it's, it's interesting, right? Because now that I'm, I'm at the age where I have a, a daughter in, in, in the army and, um, you know, I think we, we kind of touched on it earlier. Like we were talking about like relationships in the army, right? Like, or in the military in general, like you build these relationships and these bonds with people. Um, that you were only stationed with, like, maybe three or four years at a time. Mm-hmm. You get super close. And you may go four, five, six, seven months, maybe a year or two without talking to these people after you leave. But when you come back together, it's like nothing changed. Like you right? never left. Right. Last time I saw you actually was in February for the Super Bowl because I went back to Mountain View – yeah my wife
1: yeah that's right
2: and it was like nothing changed yeah right? like i mean like we were we went to jason's house yeah watched super bowl and then like i remember taking a picture like g was sitting on the couch i came up behind him like put my arms around him like yeah. gave him a kiss <laughs> right took a, took like a selfie and sent it to my wife yeah she was like of course you're doing that right like but um you know it's you 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 create these bonds and it's, you know, it's a brotherhood. It's, it's a brother and sisterhood, right? Like yeah. you, you become family with these. people, And I think like, and it's funny because he, with Darnell, like I'd heard his name because in, in, in the, in the job that we have in the army, it's a, it's a very small community, but uh, you know, so I'd heard his name, but I never met him face to face. And I, cause like what stuck out was his middle name was love. Right. Like, so like that is a, birth. Yale specific middle name um but uh when i finally met him it was like like we just instantly just kind of like bonded right and darnell was just like oh let me we gotta take you out i'm gonna show you all this stuff and there's a whole you could have an entire separate podcast about like yeah darnell and his ability to drink and <laughs> you yeah. gotta bring him yeah, on it's just it. he, he's on. been on
1: before we didn't talk yeah. about that but. specific before, thing but maybe yeah, that becomes a thing
2: one day his liver is, is like wolverine's liver kind of
1: like, <laughs> like, either um, that or raisins
0: out yeah
2: know. like i mean like I hey, mean,
0: G- check to make sure that the mute button ain't on them now just because i mean i just see the mic up there and they look on them. and then he had the same little icon up
1: there so said it one more time
0: uh like I got a mute. They got the like a mute like that. Mic is yeah, muted. I, I,
1: but I, I, can, to mute.
2: I okay, to okay. Mute. I just, just wanted to yeah. make sure.
0: Okay, I, okay. Just tripping yeah. off there. Just, yeah, you gotta, got. Yeah. my attention. Got you got but, yeah,
2: I lost my train of thought, but ultimately, right? Like, I immediately bonded with Darnell. I immediately bonded with G. Like we, and since then, like, even though we're like, I mean, I'm six and a half hours from him now, and like, I found out he bought a place up here, and I'm like, Yo, I'm coming up the first opportunity I have, right? So I drove up today. After my students had ACFT, because I want to see, you know, my homeboy, right? Like, so I would 100% consider him family, yeah. um, yes. for sure, right? Like, yeah. and uh, I mean, we t- and I think we talk more than, whether via text or on the phone, at least once a month, mm-hmm. once, once every couple weeks. So easily, um, we, yeah. which I think is even, I think that's rarer in the army, right? Like, I think, like in the 27 years I've been in the army, I can count on probably one hand. The, the amount of people that i talk to on a regular basis and you're definitely in that group right like you played darnell but
1: I'm, I'm in the group that's in the hand yeah
2: okay i just want yeah. to be sure i've been <laughs> well i mean you've had your hand on <laughs> <another place laughs> too right but like but that's the, again for for a different time yeah, well, yeah
3: and that's the thing about it is when you we get assigned to different units and different places across the country geologically geographically yeah, and we find people who connect with us and you nurture those relationships and they last a lifetime regardless of where you're at or the circumstances we can always come together even if we haven't seen each other in a year or two we can come back together or three like
1: it's been a while since we've seen each other yeah it's been a while
3: the other day and i was like hell yes. yeah like yeah. i know you i mean not to be weird but like i love you i feel you on a level like we connect and i'm glad to reconnect and yeah. that's how it is and i don't know if it translates to a civilian sector but on the military side like i don't, you think, find it does. Your I don't group, think it does i mean you yeah. find your group yeah. and
0: yeah, and yeah. i think it really i think it does re- resonate like me, I'm a, I'm a union construction worker. I spend sixty hours a week with with these same group of guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The same pool yeah. of guys every day. We tell each other about it. they know my family just like I know theirs. You know, like yeah. it's, a, it's a mutual bond. We make sure we we make it home safe. You know what I'm saying? And and, and right. other times, you know what I'm saying. So it's it, we like, we understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a different yeah. level for y'all, but it's the same you know. It's, it's work space, understand. you know what I'm saying, it's
2: and, and like, I mean, to, like you said, like being in the Union, like I was, a, I used to be a, in the Glazers Union year, years ago uh, when I was like okay. in the reserves um, in Philadelphia. And you're right, 100%, like in, in, in cases like that in the civilian world, like when I was in the Union, like I knew I knew everybody who was in the Glazers Union, right? Like regardless whether they lived in Philly or they lived in Pittsburgh, like you just knew everybody because it was such a small community. Okay. And, and very much the same like as a matter of fact like we found out tonight like we actually went to the same school yeah in 2019 yeah. like she's like she's like, did you go to this course in 2019 i'm like oh shit, yeah that's where i know very you're from because like, i thought yeah. i knew her from someplace but like i thought tonight was the first time i was meeting her but like it's such a small world that like you were in right. unions are very much so like that and that's why i love being in the union is because you did have that sense of community that sense of family right like people were there to take care of each other. And that's our number
0: one thing is pre- safety first you know so you, you making sure that your comrade making it back home every night you know what i'm saying to them families. And then we bitching and complaining at five o'clock in the morning like uh, we doing it again you know but yeah yeah
3: yeah no i dated someone in the trades not specifically the union because it was it's, a scam, a weird scam. Out in the Pacific Northwest. Scam. But- Scab. they know people in the field scab. and that's you, you how it just goes.
2: scab just say scab
1: he's a scab he's a scab, yeah. he's a scab. if you're not union you're a scab yeah if you're not union you're a scab in that in that yeah
3: wow yeah. i mean they wanted to be union but um it's, it's that career field where you you recognize the people that you're working with and you're all in there for a communal goal and everyone recognizes how hard it is but at the end of the day regardless of how hard the job is we all need a work-life balance and that's what the real issue is here that's what the real thing is exactly. that we got to work on is the work-life balance and coming together at the end of the day to collaborate and support each other and be there because like work yeah that's real but our real lives outside of work is what really brings us together because we can all relate on each level. And right.
1: <laughs> well, man, so, so let's, um, to to we've, we've introduced, uh, the guests and uh, we've, so. we've, we've had a pretty live evening, uh, thus far, did some cooking, some eating, hanging out, really uh, reconnecting. Excited. Uh, yeah. it's been a great time so far. It, it really has. So, have you started i I'd, I'd like to pretty much dirt, let me let me ask you this because i don't I don't wanna move past this without without touching base like how was your week uh, the
0: week was fabulous man We week was good uh I actually had to uh it rained her, so I actually had the couple the last couple days off, so just okay. been chill.
1: been a great All time. Right.
2: Where are you at? You are you in St. Louis? St. Louis, yes, yeah, I'm
1: in St. Louis. Correct. Rays, that's where we are. Go Cubs! Yeah. Not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that? I didn't hear that. He false flag, and I don't know <laughs> what happened. He he been drinking. He's <laughs> I, I was just I
2: was just shit talking St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: St. Louis. Nah, it's all gravy. So hopefully Wanda is able to hop on later on. I know, uh, again, high school had a homecoming and she's got, uh, kids that go to the school dirt. You, you hopped on, uh, by the skin of your teeth also almost. So get it, got it. And we're going to keep pushing. So Wanda introduced the topic, um, during our meeting Tuesday and none, nobody has heard what the topics are tonight. So this is going to be a bit of a shocker to them also. And I, I did that because I love first reactions, right? To rock you back on your heels a little bit. We talked about it a little bit during during the uh, the meeting, but we didn't get to push everything out that that we wanted to. So, I am going to read everybody the actual scenario, right? And and we will push forward from there. All right. So, here is the reading that we talked about. Uh, A couple few days ago. And it goes like this My wife thinks that I'm being petty, but I think she's crossing the line and disrespecting me. She has kids from a previous relationship, and we have a child together. Since her kids were little, their father would pick them up every other weekend and take them. Now that our youngest child is five, he wants to take him too. I told her no. She didn't think it was a big deal since she feels he's responsible. I don't understand why he needs to have a relationship with our child. He's not extended family. He is simply the father uh, of her kids. And I'm setting the boundaries. She thinks I'm being childish and letting my ego take over. I think it's disrespectful of her to even ask me. Uh, she should have shut this shit down. Mm. It would be different if he was my son's stepdad, but he's her ex. I'm standing my ground on this one. I know I'm not wrong.
2: Uh, I would argue against that. Why? Oh, me too. me too. So, you too?
1: so you I'll too? take it.
2: Oh, yeah. oh shit! Yeah. Taking- oh wow. Well, here here we go. go.
1: Let's get into it. it. Let's go. Well, let's so Let's, let's, let's. I'll let's say go.
2: this. So, I have a son, Logan, right? From my yeah. first marriage. And good guy. Miss you, yeah, Logan. Good. Like, you know, both my kids are my best accomplishment, right? Like, as a human being, thank God it didn't turn out to be shit bags. But, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> Logan, right? So, the story between, you know, Logan's mom and me is, you know, I went to Iraq in 2003 for the invasion. And, um, she went off and did her thing we ended up getting divorced you know it, it was messy we got through it but ultimately like i wish my ex-wife the best uh because she's the father of my you know or she's the, the mother of my my son right? so but she has got remarried and she's currently going through a divorce with that man um but he, logan has a half brother um and uh who is about to be 15. and uh Logan's stepdad was not a fan of me um which I thought was which I thought was petty right like I've, yeah. I've tried yeah, to be I'm a good you. dude okay um I'm with you, you know I, I'm you know Logan would argue that I'm a good dad as well but um so in this case right like they're going through divorce uh there's a bit of a some turmoil with that relationship between now Logan's half-brother, and his biological dad, Logan's stepdad. Um, I go to the Indy 500 every year with my kids. um, And I know that Logan's brother is having a tough time um, with the fact that his parents are getting divorced. And so I've got a seventh ticket for the Indy 500. And I said, hey, man, why don't you bring your brother Connor? You shouldn't have said his name, but why don't you bring him to the Indy 500? Okay. Right? Like, Bring him along. I'd love to have him. Right? Like, I think in this case, Logan's stepdad would would probably be petty and be like, you know, f Jimmy. Like, you know, he's he's a shitty guy or whatever. But ultimately, like the the people that are important to my son are important to me.
1: Sure. Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: Right. All right. Like you know, and I've told like in, 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 I remember guy right my, my 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 biological son the guy I, you know my son that i have a very good relationship with that i've been involved in his life you know forever um i remember telling this guy at my son's gra- high school graduation like hey man like regardless of what you think of me like i want i want you to know that i appreciate you being there for my kid
0: hmm.
3: yeah
2: like you know because like he wouldn't have gotten here without your influence, right? Like, you know, without you being here as well. So like, regardless of our differences, like I appreciate you. Um, and in this case, right? Like, I know that my son's little brother is important to him. And so in my mind, like the Indy 500 is something that started with like, you know, some extended, fr- uh, very close friends of mine, kind of like, you know, friend, family type thing. Um. So to me, it's like a no brainer. Like, why wouldn't I bring this kid in? Like, well, why? Would, like, as a matter of hell, if his dad wants to come, his dad can come. Yeah. Right. Like, I want them to be a part of that because, um, like I, in my opinion, I will extend the love, right, that I give to my son to whoever he loves, right? Because that's, that's just.
0: That's that's what he does.
2: Right? You know, so I think that in this case, now I mean, it's a little bit different, right? I think, um, you know, I think if you have another you know, positive male role model that your kid can look up to, like, why would you deny that? Right. Right. And I told my son the same thing. Like even when my, the the guy that my wife lived with, or my ex-wife lived with, like after the, you know, after I got back from, from Iraq, right. Like his name was Jeremy. We had, you know, we, we butted heads a little bit, but like ultimately Jeremy and I are really good friends now, you know, he and my wife aren't together, but like, I've told Jeremy multiple times and I actually like when I go to New York to stay, you know, to visit my son, I stay at Jeremy's house. Oh Um, yeah. Like like we're, like we're friends, we're boys. Right. Like, and,
1: you know, I've
2: told him like, you know, he's like, Hey, I'd really like to see Logan. I'm like, absolutely. You can see Logan. Like this kid, this guy who wasn't even like married to my ex-wife. Right. Like, help coach my son's like soccer team like so and i've told logan i'm like i have no issues with you having a relationship with jeremy right like if he was a positive male influence in your life yes. nurture that relationship yes. go have dinner with him yes. Yes.
0: With that so, so 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 you're not worried about you're not worried about the ex trying to steal or influence your child in another way or anything
2: now, I mean, I'll say this, like now that my son's an adult, right? Like, my, like my son's 24 now, but like, you know, and if there was a line I had to, I had to, at least I, I tried not to cross when my son was younger, right? Like I never, ever, and my son will vouch for me, right? Like I never said, any, and to this day, I will never say a negative thing about my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. The way I picture is like, we had Bless a your heart. Them. we, we got, we got I want married.
1: to my kids but. It out. It out. but it's
2: important right like i'll say this sure. no, it's important when, when, when you're it's divorced from when you're divorced right like it's important that your kids know that you don't hold any ill will to, to absolutely their mother, I, yeah right? i agree. Right, right, it.
1: right yeah, yeah. right
2: yeah. so yeah. like don't choose sides you can't choose no. sides yeah. you yeah. have yeah. to I... you have to try to be like hey like we had our differences and and then you know the way i paint that picture is like we got married young but now as he's gotten older he's heard the stories about his mom and he knows what his mom did while I was in Iraq, but and I and I tell him, hey, I'm, man, like your mom made her choices. I wish her the best.
0: Yeah. I don't hey, wish.
2: Okay. Right. Like person, like, to and, uh, develop. now, don't get me wrong there was a the point bad. where I'm like I oh, hope that bitch gets into my fucking brain like, but
3: you don't want to influence like, that, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that
2: person I mean of <laughs> course there were those times I'm I like about- let them know
3: the fact you, because they are now an adult yeah. and you let them decide how they feel about yeah. the and they will, they will figure it yeah. out and- they will figure it out because you raised them right you made sure they were raised right, and they yeah. would figure it
2: out. But regardless of all that, right? Like my son knows I love him. Like I'm not threatened by any other man sure. who who's going to be a positive because you know having yes it had multiple positive male influences in my life.
1: Uh oh, uh oh, we got something. We got a comment. What you got, Dirt?
0: Uh, no, just because uh, you spoke on your son being older. I was saying, uh, in this situation, the child is five years old. Yeah. How you feel about yeah. your five-year-old?
2: I well, so again, you, you you as long as you can articulate that to your kid, right, uh-huh. at a five level, right? Like, you know, like my son always knew that I was his dad, right? And there was nothing that was ever going to change that, and he'll say that to this day. But like, if even at five years old, like, what's the harm of like? Your half brother's dad taking you along on a trip.
1: I, I that there there is an issue with that, but I'm a I'm a pause my opinion.
2: No, I mean, so I mean have uh,
0: we haven't let, we haven't let uh Patrick uh, speak. So did yeah, I see, say that right? Because I have a problem with butchering names. So
1: yeah. I don't even know what right, the fuck Let
3: put in my two cents here. So I joined the army as a single mom. Not many people know about that. But I was a single mom when I joined the army. I was pull
1: pull the mic down some because
3: I was uh, like eighteen, nineteen years old, and I had a baby boy. The dad was I don't even want I don't want to speak bad on him. All right, because yes. the child is still alive, <laughs> clearly. But um, <laughs> I made the choice because the army is demanding my family, my aunt and uncle were very accepting and decided to adopt him at a young age. He was like three years old when they adopted him. So, and the,